0: Hi, and welcome to the Social Angle Podcast. I'm Vinny. And I'm Patrick. And on this episode, we're joined by Brittany Gotzi, VP of Sales for Top 40 Supplier Gold Bond, to talk about her company's use of Facebook Live, the impact it's had on the brand, and why you too should be using this valuable social media feature. Here's a hint it's sales. Brittany, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate the time. Excited to
0: be here. Absolutely. So let's get right into the questions. Um, So earlier this year, your company started a Facebook Live series called Facebook Live Fridays, where you provide case studies on a wide variety of products and how they can be sold. It's educational, but it's also very lighthearted and fun. You guys seem to have a lot of fun on these. Can you tell us a little bit more about the idea behind the series and what you were looking to achieve? Yeah,
1: Awesome question. So, as you guys know, Facebook Live is one of the newer options for posting on Facebook. So, I think it just organically has a lot more views than other types of posts because, one, it's newer, but, two, it's a lot more raw. So, we wanted to take advantage of that and grow our viewership and our followers that way. And we had a ton of positive feedback from some of the other videos that we had featured in the past with sales or other departments where we just – did a little supplier spotlight if you will so this was an organic extension or tentacle to ease into but it gave our users or our viewers an opportunity to put faces with names which i thought was really cool uh, just because normally you see the name scrolling across the email but you never really get to put a face with it unless you're at a show so we've had a lot of requests for case studies and product uses that maybe go beyond typical ways that people might use our product as well so going live was really just a great opportunity to check off a lot of the boxes and give our distributors a cool way to interact with us as well on a different level.
0: So this is more of an extension of what you guys already do. So you, you just wanted to add another way to present case studies.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was a super popular demand for us where people were like, hey, I did not know that you had this really cool new tech item. Can you talk to me about all the features that it does? Because sometimes pictures don't do a product justice when you're just viewing it on a website. And sometimes even videos, if there's no sound associated or there's not a familiarity with the product, and they just, they don't necessarily know how to utilize all the functions on it. So it gave us an outlet to plug and play on some of those things.
0: So how, how has your audience uh, received these so far? I, when did you, you started doing these earlier this year. So how has how the reception
1: been for these? Yeah, so we're on uh, episode 25, I want to say, and the live broadcasts are probably amongst the top engaged posts that we have every week. Mm-hmm. We do also do the lip sync battles. <laughs> so right. every now and then again, the lip sync or me may get a few more shares or likes, but in general, the Facebook Live typically performs the best, especially because we just started switching them to Friday mornings and so we've seen a little bit of push and engagement because they're looking at it throughout the balance of the day or throughout the weekend and it gets rewatched or shared or commented on so we measure the success through the Facebook Insights tab on our page I'm not sure if you guys do the same thing pretty pretty intuitive and insightful definitely that helps us yeah that helps us a lot and that's We also have another third-party platform that we use to just kind of manage all of our social media stuff, which some people are familiar with things like Hootsuite and stuff like that, very similar. So we really look for engagement, and how long people are actually watching the videos is a good way for us to measure whether or not we're bringing value or if it's just something where they're like, oh, that's cool, now I put a face with a name, and I'm moving on.
0: Okay, so that was—I mean—that was a good segue because I was going to ask you about the metrics that you look at uh, to judge whether or not these videos are successful. Um, So let me kind of a follow up to that. Have you noticed an increase or any sales because of these videos?
1: You know, it's so funny that you say that because a lot of people ask. You know, they're like, "Oh, that's great and it's warm and fluffy," but you know, does it really generate anything? And I will say, I get so many direct messages off my personal feed. All the time where I'll post something or I'll be live with the customer and we're walking through something and they're like, oh, my God, I didn't know you had diversity products. I actually need a thousand koozies. Can you do them by Thursday? And you're like, yes, you know, <laughs> or it's an awesome way to catapult a new item launch. Because a lot more people are utilizing their social media platforms as opposed to scrolling all of their top favorite suppliers' websites on a daily basis. They might not be able to see it as quickly as they would if they were looking at social media. So yeah, for me personally, I know that I've locked in a lot of orders off of direct messages based off of things I've put on my Instagram story or just posts that I've had where they'll send me a direct message and they're like, hey... I didn't want to hit you in the comments because it's like a paragraph long, but what's an email that I can get in touch with you on? Because I think I've got a project.
0: Oh, uh, so, I see. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah, it's been it's been extremely exciting for us, especially the salespeople that are like, "This is great! I, I <laughs> appreciate posting it because I didn't even know that this person existed." Yeah, you know?
2: <laughs> right, right, right. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's been really fun. It's been an interesting wave of um, of new exploratory options for us. It's it's been great.
2: That's awesome. So I had a quick question for you about the lives themselves. I know you guys are doing them, I believe you said uh, 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 on Fridays you guys do them. So do you guys promote them beforehand on you know your different networks and those kind of things? You know, what's your kind of promotion schedule when it comes down to the Facebook Live?
1: Yeah, that's an awesome question and absolutely we definitely do. We have a weekly email which most suppliers I'm sorry distributors out there you guys get inundated from our weekly look huh. I'm sure from <laughs> all of us suppliers but We also um, envelope some different resources in that little blurb that we shoot out each week. And one of them is the previous week's Facebook Live that we post on our YouTube channel. So throughout the course of the day or the day before, we'll we'll post little one-minute case study clips from a past episode to encourage people to tune in the next day. That gives us a call to action and a reminder that a lot of people take advantage of but that facebook live posting it in the weekly um blast from the prior week has been very helpful too because then they're like oh either they didn't know we did it or they can get familiar with what it is before they tune in for the next one and see if it's something that they want to they want to watch um and a lot of times we'll get little messages where it's the person will respond and they're like, Hey, I can't wait to tune in. Or who do we have this week? Because we rotate people out or when are you going to include my sales rep? I want to join in on that week and that kind of stuff. Oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah, that's cool. Makes it fun. Yeah.
2: So do you, I, I mean, I looked over uh, like your Instagram and I saw you took some snippets from like a previous one and used that to promote it. Do you find that that works pretty well taking, you know, the content that you did, you know, a week, two weeks ago and then repurposing it on the different networks that you're already on. Like how does, how has the reception been for that?
1: Yeah, I think for one, it gives a small digestible chunk of time for people to invest in. So I almost prefer doing the one minute clips, as opposed to the live. I think there's an element of the live that's intriguing, because you're getting somebody in their true, authentic moment of themselves. And it's very raw. But I think the one minute or less is just captivating for people's attention spans, honestly. So I think that For me personally, I see more traction from the one minute or less blurbs that we throw out because it's just a quick case study and it's not a lot of time investment so they can keep on with their day instead of committing to a 15, 20 minute segment.
0: Right, and and, uh, like Patrick said, I've seen these on different networks and this kind of opens people's eyes. If they're not on Facebook, say they're on Twitter. They're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They see that you guys do this on Facebook, and I, you know, we Patrick and I talk about repurposing content all the time. You know, use something that you created on Facebook and upload it to YouTube. You know, um, and that's what you guys do. You do that a lot. You put all mm-hmm. your your videos into other networks, and I think that's great.
1: Yeah, what I love about the YouTube too, for anybody who's thinking about growing their social space, the YouTube is awesome because. For us as a sales force, it also gives us a deep arsenal or a Rolodex of past events that we can go and say, hey, customer, I saw that you were interested in this full-color laddie daddy. you know? <laughs> Why don't you check out this video? This also gives you a cool explanation of how it's used, some ways that it's been used in the past. If you have any questions, let me know. But then it makes them feel like they're communicating or almost getting to know Gold Bond in a way and the product. So I feel like there's a little bit of an emotional buy-in. Um, when we get that opportunity.
2: That's awesome. And that's actually a perfect segue for my next question. So thank you for that. Um, I was I was wondering, you know, how did you get everybody, you know, started in the program? I mean, it seems like you have just about anyone and everyone in these Facebook lives. You try and pull from different departments. I've really loved that about those. Um, you know, how did it get started? Was there a lot of interest right out of the gate?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I think it's a point of contention depending on who you talk to <laughs> because it is a little bit of a spaghetti surprise of who's going to be on for that given week. And what we try to do is start with a few people that were already pretty comfortable being in front of a camera. So maybe some sales reps where, hey, this is just their everyday life, so it doesn't matter if the camera is on or not. Right. So that was a little bit of an easier way to get an introduction into the platform or the concept. And once we had done a few of those videos, then it was easy to get other people familiar with it. And I think it brought back the apprehension of doing it because now they knew what to expect. So we tried to start out with, with people that way. And then once we got that under our belt, we try to keep at least one person who's almost like the main host because they're more comfortable keeping sure. the conversation going. They know their routine. They've done it before and they can bring along the other person and make them feel more at ease by asking them questions or segueing a little bit more easily. So like I said, at this point we're, we're kind of 25 episodes in. So the only thing that we really have to contend with at this point is just the travel schedules of some of our team because it gets a little bit crazy and so you're trying to figure out who's going to be that anchor host to kind of keep the momentum going but i will say engaging our production and our back of house employees that people don't typically get to see has been really phenomenal for us because they feel like they get to understand and meet some of the people that help make it happen. And once they see those personalities come through on camera, they're like, wow, this is, it just really helped lend hands to the type of culture we aim to breed at Golbon. And I think they're able to see that shine through when they get to those people on camera that they wouldn't typically interact with that's
0: awesome okay so let's talk about a little bit about setup um i think a lot of people are intimidated about going live they think it's expensive you need a lot of equipment here at asi we use a camera phone a tripod and we use a desk <laughs> it's really not that much um what yeah. have you guys used uh, and how much of an investment did you put into this
1: yeah, we definitely have our own little wish list of better equipment and you know, the new iPhone with three cameras is definitely on there too, right? I'm eyeing that
2: up. I'm eyeing it up, yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But none of us really want to make the monetary investment because we don't even know if we're going to like doing this thing, you know, or if it's going to take off. So why invest in it at the moment? So. Yeah, we have our wish list of better equipment. But right now, we actually do the same thing that you guys do. We use a camera phone ourselves and mount it on a tripod with a camera phone. In this case, it's like a Galaxy Note 9 and um, an external mic. And that's really it. Nothing crazy. We actually have a very simplistic setup and um what we try to do on the live is actually have a laptop out so our social media guy who is recording us he's exquisite by the way he will monitor the feed on the laptop to make it easier for us to post links or answer comments that come in rather than trying to do it on the phone while you're recording cuz that can get a little bit that it, can get a little bit hairy. That's so.
0: impossible to do. Oh, yeah. We've tried that. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, can't do yeah. that. Little messy, little yeah. messy. Um but th-
1: yeah. And it's just too small. You're like, what does that say? Right, yeah.
0: right. Um, one of the
2: things that I wanted to point out, though, that you, you briefly mentioned, you know, the social media guy. Um, you guys are definitely taking social media very seriously. So I was just wanted to know, like, do you have a one designated, you know, social media person or is it a social media team? and Or is it that everyone chips in when they can
1: yeah, we definitely try to make it a group effort, meaning, like, the salespeople will have their own little LinkedIn and Instagram that they try to do little segues onto their customer base as they feel it's relevant. But at this point in time, we do have a dedicated social media man, and he is, like I said, just completely phenomenal. He's a one-man shop. So, he does help us out with other tasks as well because he's getting really good at at building the content ahead of time as much as possible. But his main role is definitely everything that you see on our social platform.
0: Has he ever gone live?
1: He is, I guess he's cameoed a few times. Oh, has he? um, Reading stuff off. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That counts, that counts. Yeah, that counts.
1: Yeah, he kind of got a, like a, a hard crash course at the Vegas show this year where he was like, oh my God, I did not know that. He's relatively new with us, so he didn't really know what to expect. So I think that was a traumatic deep dive for him in a, <laughs> in a way. Right, right. That so was good. Yeah, yeah. All
0: right, so um, Pat, like I said earlier, Patrick and I, we've been going live for, for years now, and we've been preaching this. Um, and this industry was slow to kind of take to, you know, social media, now they're slow to take to to live video. What would you say to anyone who is kind of apprehensive to go live?
1: Man, you know, I think this is kind of the same wave of trepidation that flowed through our walls as well when we first threw out this concept. And I've got to just take Josh's word, who's our social media guy. He was like, just press the button. Just do it, right? People on social like to see real life. They don't anticipate you to be this super polished, perfected piece of work. They just want to know that you're completely unscripted and, um, you know, that there's there's something to be said about getting to know somebody as a human by getting to see their normal mannerisms. And he did a really good job for us to alleviate some of the apprehension by throwing out, um A couple of different things for us to do beforehand so he would come up with a game plan of like okay here's the rhythm in which i was thinking i want you to look over the agenda here's a couple of fun would you rather questions just to get the blood flowing and warm things up where you don't feel like your brain has to do a lot of thinking on the fly but it'll help you know just get your juices flowing and we try to keep it light and remember that people want to see the authentic us but we also meet about fifteen minutes before every time we go live just to talk it through, make sure the equipment is working. So I think that helps kind of get the jitters out for a lot of people and, you know, subside the nerves a little
0: bit. Right. I mean like the first time I went live I, I expected to memorize all my lines. Like I I was yeah. so nervous. Like I didn't know what to do. And then by <laughs> the most recent one we we just Patrick and I just go down there and we're just like <laughs> improvising. It's kinda of like this this conversation here. We just talk, you know, we talk about things that we we know. And if I go on to a a live stream and I know what I'm talking about, I have no nerves whatsoever. You know, we just get out there and we talk about the things that we know. And just
2: Uh, practice makes perfect, right? Like, I mean, it's not like, I I mean, I'm not one to just stand up and all of a sudden start talking. But it's, you know, if I know what I'm talking about and, you know, I treat it just like a coffee over uh, conversation over coffee. It doesn't have to be just because there's a camera there, you know? Right.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I completely agree with you guys. And just feeling like, okay, I know that I'm going to talk about these three things, even though you might not know exactly what you're going to say word for word, knowing that you're going to have to talk about those three things, I think makes all the difference in the world because it just alleviates the pressure for people going oh my god i have to be this super funny entertaining dazzling personality and i have to be you know extremely eloquent well no people don't care about that they want to know that you're an actual human and they want to see how you would really do it if you were on the fly because that's typically what kind of happens to them you right know? They have, and they calls in and they're like hey what's this thing and you're on the fly <laughs> and they and people
0: like mistakes if i drop you know a water bottle during a live stream <laughs> it's like hey you know like that's real you know that happens to everybody so yeah. um, people appreciate it people don't say oh my god this is terrible why because I dropped the water bottle <laughs> it, not really you yeah. know it's like uh, if we're not prepared if we don't know what we're talking about yeah then that's kind of you know off-putting but when you get down there you know what you're talking about at the end of the day I think people will you know totally appreciate it so Couple more questions.
1: That's um, stigma of reality TV, right? Exactly. Yeah? Yeah.
0: All right. All right. Couple more questions. Patrick's got another one. Yeah.
2: So, a really I, good one. yeah, I have to bring up the lip sync uh, competition videos. You mentioned it a little bit <laughs> earlier. Um, I love how these videos showcase, you know, a company culture. It's something like I've never seen before. Where did you guys get that idea from? And what was kind of like the response that you got from your audience? Yeah. No,
1: I absolutely i'm obsessed with the listing battles i think they're the most fun cultural thing that we do at gold bond and it's just been so fun to watch some people blossom personality wise right. <laughs> right. yeah it, it actually started in inside sales and we used it as a sales competition initially amongst the sales team only so it was the two highest producers whether it was um by revenue for the total month or the single largest order you got two chances to win, and then those two people got to pick other people in the sales team to battle it out. So it kind okay. of <laughs> it started there, and then um, I got to give full credit to our president, Mark. He was like, "You know what? This is too. This is too cool, and it's just so much fun for other people to watch, and it promotes engagement amongst the departments and it's camaraderie within the department itself." So he is the one that was the brainchild for the corporate listing battle. So right now. Every week, every Friday, we have a new battle, and a single-round elimination, and the finale will be at our Christmas party. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I think it's been (laughs) a lot of fun, because I think we thought that people weren't going to get that into it, because, you know, that's just different, right? And that's not everybody's cup of tea. Right. But it's really turned into this catapult for camaraderie, and (laughs) the creativity that goes into some of these things, is just like, will blow your mind you just can't imagine the height that comes with it by everybody else watching. I know. It's I mean, a I, lot of fun.
0: I just you know before we came in here, I was watching the Guns N' Roses one. <laughs> I'm like, this is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, even the yeah, guitarist. Yeah. You guys was, have like yeah, a guitar was, and drums. the
1: guitar. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was on it, man. We've got some people or it's like you also get to know them as individuals because. Otherwise, I would have never known that he plays the electric guitar, right. you know, right. but seeing that about him, you feel like you start to really get to know people and you start bonding.
0: Definitely. All right, Brittany, final question. What's your favorite social media platform and why?
1: Yeah, so, you know, I think i got to go like typical millennial on this one. I am definitely a huge fan of Instagram. I personally love it because I think it's easier to engage with people where I don't I think other people, including myself, don't feel a huge commitment to just hit smash and like a picture, or just post a little comment of a heart and you know, or a fire, and let people know, hey, it's not. You see what they're doing, and I acknowledge that you're killing it out there, but we don't have to get into a full-blown 80-minute conversation about it. You know, Um, there's something about that that I think I like because everybody's just so busy, and it's a way to keep up with people, and I like the little snippets. Um, you know, the live feeds, too, because it gives me an opportunity to also see other people and what's going on in their lives without really having to pick up the phone and designate an hour and a half to hearing about the whole shebang, you right. know?
0: Well, I'm a Gen X here, so uh, I'm a Twitter guy. So, Patrick, you're a millennial. What, what is I, yours? I'm Instagram. Instagram yeah. 100%. So. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to say that. So it looks like <laughs> looks like the millennials love Instagram, um, but I'm a Twitter guy. So, um, But, again, Brittany, thank you so much for taking the time today. Uh, I know you're busy, uh, but this has been great.
1: Yeah, thank you for having us again. I really appreciate it, and can't wait to see the next round for sure. Y'all need to come up to the lifting battle. We'll get you involved.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. All right. right. Well, that concludes this edition of the Social Angle Podcast. We really hope you guys have learned something. If you want to reach out to me, uh, you can do so on Twitter at asi central, Or you could also reach me at kennedy underscore ASI. For Patrick, I'm Vinny. We'll see you next time on the Social Angle Podcast.